Welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. Joining me today is the author, Roshni Chosky. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Now, um, first, give us a little detail. I gave a, a high-level overview of book, but give us a little bit more detail about your book. Yeah, so um, Arushan, the End of Time series, is, again, part of the Rick Riordan Presents line. So that means it's a mythological-based adventure. Um, I like to talk about Aru as a combination of Percy Jackson meets Sailor Moon with a Hindu mythological twist. Um, and the series is inspired by the Mahabharata, which is an ancient Indian epic poem and centers around five demigod brothers. Uh, but this time, those brothers, collectively called the Sandava brothers, have been reincarnated in modern times as 12-year-old girls. And that's where my story starts. This sounds extremely interesting. Now, um, speaking of your writing, you were in law school when you sold your first novel and ultimately quit to write full time with fiction. Um, did you find it difficult to write fantasy when your everyday life was grounded in fact, or was that a welcome escape for you? You know, I, I honestly felt as though law school and writing really just helped each other. Um, there was just so much conversation between the two in the sense that law is really the, the celebration of language and the study of narrative and storytelling. So even though, yes, it was certainly a welcome mental break to go from looking at rules of evidence of civil procedure and then getting to spend time um, in, a, in a world of my own making, they, they always felt like they complemented one another as opposed to those experiences feeling really, um, you know, just disparate. Absolutely. Now, in taking that route, you could have picked any genre to write about. Um, what made you gravitate more towards writing fantasy for young adults? You know, when I was growing up, I was really fortunate to have um, the support of so many librarians and teachers who were always giving me fabulous stories to read. But the problem that I encountered was that none of the books I read ever had anybody who looked like me on the cover or had characters with names like mine who had cultural heritage similar to mine. And so, you know, when you're growing up and it's a rough age, your face is changing, everything's changing, <laughs> um, you know, your relationships with your friends is beginning to stretch and change as you go into adulthood, um, it just makes you feel sort of erased and small. So for me, that was part of the motivation for writing uh, the books that I have. I just want to see kids like me take front and center stage and be celebrated as the heroes of their own stories. Absolutely, absolutely. And you're definitely appreciated for doing that. Now, um, in this world that you have created of Arusha, um, did any ancient religious text or legends or lore influence um, what you write and influence the world that you created? Um, yeah, completely. You know, as I said, it's based off of the Mahabharata, the ancient Sanskrit text. 
Um, and it's an interesting question because Hindu mythology really is inextricable from its religion. Within the Mahabharata is one of uh, the Hindu Hinduism's most sacred texts, which is called the Bhagavad Gita. And so for me, the challenge is always being able to toe a line of sensitivity between reinventing these stories for younger audiences and for modern audiences um, and celebrating that heritage while still trying to be respectful of the fact that this is a widely practiced religion, one that I myself actively practice. Absolutely. Now, um, you have talked about how you created this so that um, you wanted to see more of people who look like you, who are you. How much of yourself is in this latest book that you have released? Oh, I would say, you know, there's so much of myself in the Aru Shop series. Not only did I give Aru so many of my personality traits when I was her age, but, you know, just in terms of writing about her friendships with her found family and sisters, uh, I put a lot of my own uh, relationships with my siblings and my good friends into that story. And when young adults read your series, especially um, this most recent book, what is the number one thing, if you could pick one thing for them to take away from it, what one thing would you like from them to take away from reading the book? I would hope that they take away a question of who is telling them a story, right? I mean, with Hindu mythology, one of the beautiful things about it is that it allows for a lot of morally gray space. Those villains are capable of heroic things. The heroes are capable of truly villainous things. Um, and particularly in this time, you know, we have competing news sources. You're wondering about where you get your information from. How are you responsible about it? I think it's really important for kids to always consider who is telling them uh, a story, who is giving them information, um, and what might be their bias behind it. That's definitely a good point there, especially um, during these unprecedented times that we're in right now. Now, um, I want to touch upon that a little bit. We are in this time of COVID-19 all over the world. Um, a lot of kids have had a lot of big changes happen in their lives. Um, when they read this book, what is something that you have in the book and even in your series that they can use to help them feel better about the times that they're living in now? Because this is something that's brand new for young adults, especially those um, people who may be seniors or graduating from one grade to mm -hmm. another. They're looking for a big life change. Um, how can your series and especially this most recent book, what's something that is in there that can help them relate more to that and help them feel better? about that? Well, I'd say that, um, you know, Aru and her sisters are constantly going through growing pains themselves. Uh, it is also a way for them to not take the good times and stuff for granted and to truly remember that, of course, these are really rough times. You are entitled to feel however you need to feel about it and you are completely not alone in feeling lost. Uh, which is something that the characters truly feel. However, um, there's also a reminder that the only constant in the world is change. And just as this has changed, social things change back. Perhaps you could even look at it as the way that something, when it's destroyed, like a fire rages through a forest fire or something, It yes, yeah, some things are irrevocably changed. But for the most part, it's allowing new growth uh, and new chances. And so I hope that kids will take that away from the book. I hope it's a fun adventure. I hope it helps them pass the time. Um, 
And I hope that they remember that this too shall pass and, you know, they are not alone. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Now, um, you work with Rick Reardon. What is it like working with him and what has that been like for you so far? Oh, it's just been such a joy and a blessing. I mean, Rick is a wonderful person. He has just been so generous with his platform. It's been a joy to work with the people at uh, Disney Hyperion, uh, particularly my editor, marketing team, publicist, everybody. So it's really been, um, it's really been a great experience. Wonderful. And lastly for you, where do you see the series going after this book? Well, there are two more books left in the series. So we have two more adventures to look forward to with Aru and her sisters, which I'm very excited about. And then after that, I mean, I'm, I'm not quite sure. At the moment, Aru has been optioned to be turned into a film by Paramount Pictures. So we're really hoping uh, that something will happen with that. And other than, other than that, I mean, I think I've, I've taken Aru's story as far as I can at this point in time. I'll never say never and never close the door on her, but I think I'm ready to uh, look at another kid's story. So I'm still thinking that over in my head. Well, we're really hoping that it does turn into a movie series because that would be wonderful. I'll be in the first in the theaters uh, with my kids to see it for sure. Well, definitely. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, definitely check out the new book, Aro Shah and the Tree of Wishes. It is an awesome book. Be sure to take a look at that on Amazon.com or online. You can also visit Roshni's website to find the book as well at roshnichowski.com or on Twitter you can reach her at roshni underscore chosky. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure and best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith, Health, and Home digital podcast. For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.